John Panos, John McGrath, Troy Malcolm. It is the home stretch to 2020, a year no one is going to forget. How are you guys? Good, Tommy. Very, very well. Very well. Oh, let me turn off my alarm. I was telling you we were a podcaster. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Troy, how are you? Very well. Thanks, John. Yeah, really well. And thanks, Tom. Um, can't believe yeah. it's only a couple of weeks till Christmas. Is it? What's the date? Yeah. It's something like that. I don't well, know. Summer's here. That can only mean one thing in Australia. That means Christmas is just around the corner. And what a year next year. I was talking to people the other day, Tommy. I was just saying, you know, new president, new vaccine, new energy. Everyone will go away, have a little break over Christmas, come back recharged. And I reckon for the next two or three years, the Australian, Australasian, actually, our Kiwi friends, I think, are enjoying the same sort of uh, energy, is going to be pretty spectacular with free money, cheap money, and everyone looking for good quality assets to... Um, to get, put their money out of the bank and into good quality assets, real estate should be in good shape. So <clears throat> a good time to be coaching our team members out there about how can they grow their business in 2021. Well said, John. And I think everyone agrees. There is no reason now. We've got everything in our favour. We've got the government supportive. We've got the media supportive. We've got economic factors. As you said, you can't negative gear in this market. Money's so cheap. Um, this is the greatest time that I've remembered in real estate in my time, you know, 30, 30 plus years. And I thought today's podcast would be a great podcast to talk about executable, easy things. So we thought daily disciplines to end the year 2020 strong. John, I know you've always had this you, you love rituals, you love habits, and you like things that are repeatable, scalable, predictable, because they can often be boring, but they bring success. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Tommy. There's two quotes come to mind for me to share with our listeners. First one is routine sets you free. Troy and I speak about that often with our guys that it you know, feels like a paradox when people hear it because they think routine restrains you, but routine allows you to get all the essential things that really, you know, change your world are done in a timely uh, manner to allow you then the freedom to do other stuff. That was one. The other one is a guy called John Dryden, and, and I don't even know who he was, but I remember reading the quote years ago, and it said, first we make our habits, then our habits make us. So I think if, if listeners can think about those two things uh, in, in the context of today's um, podcast, and what comes to mind for me, Tommy, and I sort of I've always been an early starter and, and most of my habits are probably the first half of the day, except for one. First one that I've got is, you know, early morning, 45 to 60 minute activity. And whether that's a walk, yoga, meditation, gym, swimming, doesn't really matter. Something to take you from a, a, a sleeping state into get your, your soul and your body up and running. And nowadays I love just walking. I mean, once upon a time I used to jog a lot, but now uh, as I get a bit older, I, I love walking. I love walking around the waterfront listening to iPod, listening to a podcast, listening to a, an audio book. I'm listening to, at the moment, Ryan Holiday, who's coming to ARIC uh, next year. And I'm listening to uh, The Obstacle is the Way, which is a great one. So I think audio and exercise, if you can combine them, even better. But if not, um, one of the two. Second one, Tommy, is daily vendor calls, which has kind of been one of my staples since I started real estate, is letting every vendor know what's happening on a daily basis with their property. Now, to be fair, I, I never took open listings and most of my properties were auctions with vendor paid marketing. So there was always some activity, but even if it's not, I think very regular contact with your vendors to update them because unless they're getting married or unless they're having a baby, it's probably the most important thing in their life, unless one of the other two activities. 
is happening. Um, so that'll be my second one. Third one is, you know, Troisi again, we've always talked about 10 before 10. Mm. So from a prospecting, how, you know, let's make prospecting easy. 10 a.m. is the cutoff time. And before 10 a.m., you should have had 10 connections with 10 people who could be past clients. They could be pipeline sellers. They could be centers of influence. But 10 before 10 is my third one. Fourth one is a PM activity. Five, and we got this from Bob Bowl and Tom many years ago. First, Eric, he said five face-to-face qualified meetings a day is going to make you one of the best in the world. So five people face-to-face at, at a property about a listing or a sale, someone that's qualified to buy and or ready to sell. So if you do those morning activities, those three or four things in the morning, and then if you in the afternoon have five face-to-face qualified appointments with people buying or selling, it's a pretty damn good recipe to be an extraordinary agent. So that would be my one, two, three, four for the day. Troy, over to you. What are you thinking? Yeah, John, I'm a big believer in exercise as well. So um, one hour, 60 minutes, non-negotiable. You can choose the vehicle of exercise, but you must uh, take time. It, it's a great way to meditate in many ways, but it's also a great way to keep you focused throughout the day. So I always dedicate an hour of my day out of 24 hours a day. I think everyone has the ability to dedicate at least an hour uh, to, to health and fitness. Uh, mm. Staying on that train of thought, John, I really like the idea of um, having a goal of drinking three litres of water per day. Mm. Mm. Um, I really think that's a great way to keep yourself hydrated and, and focused. And then in regards to, to work is um, three calls or three to five appreciation calls to people that you just want to reach out to and uh, thank them for the great work they do. Uh, maybe acknowledge them. I think it's, it's an underrated skill to be able to acknowledge people. And it means a hell of a difference to their day mm. when you actually just say, you know what, you did a great job. Congratulations. Troy, you on those two, Tom, I'll just comment on oh, their gold. The, the, well, the last two, you know, certainly we, we mentioned the first one, but the, the three liters of water. So years ago, I heard something that changed my life and it said, if you're thirsty, the damage is already done. Mm. And uh, it was from a medical kind of person that knew their stuff. And so that made me, because I used to think, oh, well, if I'm thirsty, then I'll go and have water. And they're saying, no, 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 the damage to your organs that are sending a message to your brain to say that they're thirsty means that you've already done internal damage to yourself. So I'm 100% behind you there. And I know Tommy's big into that too. And my version of the three to five appreciation calls were used to be in the old days, thank you cards, but I don't think they're still totally out of date. I think a little postcard or thank you card or an SMS or a phone call, as you beautifully put it, um, just to say, hey, thank you very much for what you did with me yesterday. Thank you for looking after this. Thank you for looking after my kids. Thank you for doing this. I think uh, you're right. It it's really goes a long way. So brilliant. Tommy, what about you? I'll just add on that, John. You came to News Corp about five years ago to do a presentation in the theaterette. And mm-hmm. I had uh, one of the executives that uh, popped his head in because uh, he absolutely um, he adored you, John. But more importantly, he also loved the fact that you were the biggest account at News Corp. And he put, put his head in the room <laughs> and, and, and he said he's... At the time, John, you didn't use 10 calls before 10 a.m. You said, you know, it would be a great habit to do, you know, nine calls every morning before 9 a.m. And you talked about three new business calls, three current client calls, and three culture calls. And uh, his name was Jerry Harris. And he said, you know what? That's a great template. He goes, if you actually call three clients that 
you don't take it for granted that you accept that you get their business and you know you appreciate them as Troy said three three new business calls people that you're chasing and then three calls to people in your organization your community your friendship your family um, you know that's 45 calls a week we're talking about yeah. 200 calls a month you know they add up there's 2,000 calls a year that would happen because of a simple ritual you know uh, an, an activity that you uh, have made as a non-negotiable and um, as they say success happens gradually then suddenly I mean it doesn't sound like a lot per day but um, it adds up and I'll just add my final one um, an insta story a day keeps a doctor away I think a good story that stays on there they always stay on for 24 hours it lets people that are following you know that hey I'm around I'm not lying in bed sleeping I'm out there doing something and this is what I'm up to and having said that, I've got to say, I've, I've written down everything that you both said, and I'm thinking to myself, it would be hard not to succeed, even if you didn't have the greatest conversion rate in the world. If you're waking up and you've got a morning ritual and you're exercising and you're educating yourself on personal development, and then you do mm. your 10 calls before 10 a.m. or 9 before 9 a.m., and then you also, in addition to that, go off and do five appointments face-to-face. -face. Some are going to be great. Some aren't going to be so great. And mm -hmm. then you finish off and, you know, be focused, as Troy says, on gratitude. You've pretty much got a roadmap, a treasure, a treasure map, if you like, um, that's going to take you to the treasure. If you do that consistently, no matter how good you are, the end of the day is you're going to speak to so many people that you will succeed. That's right, Tommy. And, and uh, just two quick things to add there. I, I actually got the idea on the uh, growth calls and the nurture calls from Simon Reynolds, a dear friend of mine who spoke at ARIC as you guys would well recall, a number of years ago, and he brought the house down. Probably one of the best advertising people ever to come out of Australia, this country. And Simon started his day every day he hit the office. This is when he started his own business. Every day he hit the office, he opened up. In those days, we're going back, it was the yellow pages. He'd open up and he'd focus on an industry and he'd look at and he'd ring up and he'd say, hey, I've been looking at your ads. Um, I think there's room for improvement. Would you be interested in having a coffee with me? Very simple. Um, and he would just literally go through A to Z and he became one of the legends of uh, advertising in this country, very successful. But it's, success leaves clues, right? Most people think, you know, because he was charismatic and intelligent and charming and, and all those things, oh, well, that's why he was successful. No, no, he was successful because every day he got in and the first 60 minutes was spent ringing people out of the yellow pages saying, I've had a look at your ads. I reckon we can improve. Would you like a coffee? So... Simple things work. One of the other very simple things, Troy, and I know you've seen this as well with a lot of our guys, is they print their past client list, Tommy, um, all the people they've dealt with in the past, and they print it, they, they do a hard copy, they put it on the passenger seat of their car, and every time they jump into a car, into their car, they'll make one or two past client calls just to connect because, you know, often between one or two appointments, you've got five minutes, that's all it takes. So little, little hacks to make it easy to do this stuff uh, are always uh, appreciated. So have a think about that. Just print out a list of influencers or past clients, stick it on the passenger seat and just get into the habit of just hitting, hitting the phone and ringing one of them uh, as you get into the car. So my God, there's plenty of 2021 uh, upgrades there for, for our team. Yeah, John and Tom, that, that was one of the easiest ways to actually get energy in the day as well around those past client calls, John. They were so mm -hmm. happy to hear from us and they were so excited. It was, it was almost like the sugar hit you needed before the next appointment. Uh, and we just printed them out on a, monthly, on a monthly cycle, those that had been the previous year in that month. And you just pick one and 
two or three calls in between appointments, um, like Tom said earlier, they add up over time. Tommy, what about your real estate gym? You were talking about it last week. Is that started? Is there still time? Where are you? It at? is. It is. Thank you, John. Thank you for bringing me into the commercial. Ladies and gentlemen, the real estate gym is open. We're signing people up right till Christmas for 2021. So um, pretty pumped and excited. We're going to have a combination of coaching interviews and real estate agent interviews. In addition to that, we've got the real estate gym app that's coming out in uh, uh, early March. And whilst we're talking about commercials, whilst this is not definitive, I want to let everyone know because Nicola and I get hit up all the time. There's every intention, John, that Eric is going to be on, but we can't be definite because we know that we live in a world where things change. Uh, you can get a breakout. Governments make decisions. But if Eric is on and there's every intention that we're going to try to have it on, if we can, it's going to be on the 30th and the 31st of May. And I've got to say... Troy, John, there's an appetite for people more than ever to actually be there. I think the fact that yeah. they've missed an Eric, the fact that they've been pretty much at home because of uh, the restrictions, there's a major appetite for people to get out and mix face-to-face and have that emotional contagion that you get talking to people. So we are going to keep yeah. people informed. But dot, block it out on your diary for now, 30th to the 31st of May 2021, yeah, yeah. of course. Favourite spot, the Gold Coast. We love it there. Tommy, it's got nothing to do with El McPherson going to be a keynote, has it? That's that would be... No, anyway, it's probably not. John, I've got to tell you, she's my <laughs> idol. She's my absolute idol. Look Jokes aside, she's one of the most beautiful uh, beautiful uh, human beings, I think, that uh, ever walked the planet, no doubt. In, in that's, that's where, to be actually quite frank, a lot of people know her from her modelling days, but she is a business powerhouse and because she's been doing a lot of it in the USA uh, although she's still a very proud Australian a lot of people don't understand the incredible success she's had in the world of business like like one of the very few sports uh, not sports but you know sort of celebrity type people that actually then turn it into an amazing success she's done that so uh, yeah that could have something to do with it um Little jab as they walk in, perhaps, Tommy, you know, walk in, scan the code, give them a jab, a vaccine. That might uh, <laughs> fix up, fix it all up. Uh, so finally, Tommy, real estate, Jim, I know you don't because you're very humble about it, but I'll just repeat what I said last week. Matt Steinwade said this is the best training in Australian real estate. It should be, you should be charging, Tom, 10 times what you're charging. Everyone should go. So Matt Steinwade's a guy that wrote a million dollars last month, so he's worth listening to. Get locked into John Tommy's real estate gym. Get there. Get to Eric for the jab of the uh, 21st century. And uh, we look forward to uh, another one. Two to go, Troy. What have we got before the end of the year? Two to go. Two left. And then we'll uh, we'll call time on 2020 and be back in 2021 better than ever. Tom and I might Troy. do a little sneaky one on uh, Christmas Eve just without you, just to kind of try and get ahead of the uh, curve. This is, this, is the, this is the first year that Troy Malcolm doesn't look like he's either in New York or London. He normally <laughs> duck, ducks away, you know, gets into these other yes, countries. John, John and I are hanging around Sydney, you know. Um, so, uh, but, but what we should do, Troy, can, we, can you send us a file and get us up to speed with what's happening with the cricket, Australia, India? We got we, we got to make sure we throw in a few comments there because I know we've got a lot of uh, avid Chris uh, cricket listeners over the uh, the holiday period. Um, so uh, get us up to speed, Troy. Who won last? Who, who won the who won on Wednesday night, Troy? Oh, Tommy, it's the only game I don't follow, really. <laughs> India, <got> <laughs> Indian. 
India. India did, right? India yeah. won. So they won the third of the three, didn't they, Tommy? So Australia won the first two and the series. Yeah. India won the yeah. third one. But Australia, they say, is going very well. Uh, God knows how that got onto the agenda today. But anyway, <laughs> I've got no idea what the One Day International series has to do with the Million Dollar Podcast. But it's not the it's not the first curveball you've thrown in, Tommy. And I was trying to figure out afterwards what that had to do with the wrapping up for the year. <laughs> it's an old old technique, guys. Google pattern interrupt. You'll find more about it later on. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> All right, have a great week. Same time, same place. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.